episode 30. I'm your host, Fredo, joined by my co-host, Betty, and we're here to talk about wrestling. Now, we've been on break for these past two weeks, but it's the week before Mania, and yeah, we gotta get it in real fast. So, uh, we're gonna start off this week real fast uh, with Raw. It was announced that uh, the Hart Foundation, minus Owen Hart, minus Brian Pillman, are getting inducted into the Hall of Fame, like, I'm not mad at it, but I just feel like if you're going to do the shit, like, at least have the real deal going on. You know what I mean? Like, you might as well just fucking inducted Anvil by itself. Yeah. That's how I really feel. I mean, no knocks against them, but, like, literally, if that's going to be the case, because I understand they got that situation with Owen's wife and shit. I understand all that, but it's like, then that's not the foundation, bro. That's not that's not them. I mean, I technically, I guess, but... I know exactly what you're saying. Like, it ha- at least Owen, but I personally think Brian Pillman should. Like, I, because there was no doubt, you know, for a certain time in wrestling, he was the hottest wrestler in the world. There's no doubt about that. So it's like, yeah, he was pretty dope. I mean, he was injured when he was in the WWE, so I guess it makes sense. But I mean, even when he was fucking with the foundation, though, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like that right there, he was a, even though, like you said, like you pointed out, he was injured, but I mean, like, he was a big part of that shit at that point in time. I felt. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, but, like, basically, and then, like, as far as Owen goes, I just want to ask, do you think he'll ever make it into the Hall of Fame, in your personal opinion? Do you think that you ever see a time that this shit's going to blow over and they're just going to finally let him, you know, have his relationship with WWE again? I, I don't know, man. Like, that's such a probably touchy subject for Vince. Like, obviously... You know, shit happened and probably don't want to bring it up. Like, yeah. <laughs> so it's just better left unsaid. Yeah. <laughs> just, you know, nobody talk about it. You know, that's, I don't know, man. I mean, I'd hope one day, obviously, but, I mean, he never did win the WWE Championship. That's, yeah, it's one of those what-if situations we'll never know. <laughs> like, because he never he didn't get it, that accomplished while he was here, so who knows what it would have been like had he, you know, stayed. Never, yeah. Next up, I wanted to ask, man, why are they turning the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal into a fucking joke? They're having two guys from Saturday Night Live. I fuck with Michael Che or whatever, you know, like I, I like his stand ups, I like his comedy and shit. But like, I still don't, that still doesn't mean just because I fuck with him on that means I want to see him in a WrestleMania fucking match. And I thought they were trying to make this a special attraction for the pay per view, you know, so. That's why I'm kind of scratching my head about it. Like, why is this turning into a joke, it looks like? To add two guys that have no fucking wrestling history whatsoever into a match that should be meaning something? Even if they do get eliminated. I don't even care if they get eliminated. You know what I mean? I'm, it's not like they're going to win the shit, but it's like, what are we doing here? I thought that was supposed to mean something. Or does that not bother you, or do you have any opinion on that? Uh, I don't know, man. Like, I guess, like, from a business standpoint, yeah, you need more eyes on your brand. That's why they did the halftime shit. Like, Vince True. needs this bread right now for this football league. He just saw the football. The other football league just went under this week. The AAF. Damn. Yep. That fast? That fast. Wow. If you don't have the money, you can't do it. And I saw a report, supposedly, that Vince uh, sold his stocks, or not all of them, but probably a lot, to fund the XFL. So it's like, yeah, maybe that's why he did that. And that I didn't know that, but. Connecting the dots now, yeah, that might be that, what, that's why the, he what did, the fuck's going on. That, that's why he did all them uh, Saudi Arabia 
shit because he needed mm. hundreds of millions of dollars real quick. Mm. He needed that money. That's why. That's why he didn't give a fuck about fan backlash. Right, he needed that money. Getting this fucking bag off right now. But you know that. So, so for a business standpoint, I see where Vince is coming from. He needs that money. He needs that extra viewership. So, I guess. But, you know, this ain't no like uh, Stephen Amell guy. Like he's not not that type of you know guy. Like. At least actor. he could actually yeah, work a little. He, that he motherfucker was shocking, yeah. <laughs> shockingly decent. He was actually not bad, but <laughs> yeah, like at least you know he knew people and was actually in the shit. So I don't know, man. Uh, other than that, from Rob, before we move on, was there anything else out of these past two weeks that stuck out to you that was like newsworthy that we should touch on? I mean, it's two weeks worth. Now, if we can't, <laughs> well, I mean the 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 you know obviously with the Ronda and. Becky. And yeah, okay, we could touch on that real fast if you wanted to. Yeah, we could do that. What did you feel about that whole angle? I mean, it's whatever, man. Like, it's, you know, it's wrestling, you know, like, whatever. People got arrested. Like, back in the day, it was obviously way more real. The only thing that really bothered me with that is, like, why did they put, after they just got them fighting, why are they going to put them in the same car type shit? Yeah. Like, that's why I was just really confused by that. Like, I don't know. It'd be little minor slip-ups with WWE. Like, I can't knock them too much, but it'd be little minor shit with with the storytelling and shit like that. Like, the scenes like that. Like, what are y'all doing? Yeah, because a lot of people were talking about that on Twitter. So, it's like, yeah, you kind of fucked that one up, didn't you? Hell yeah. But, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, Ronda took that fat knee. Yeah. She took that yeah, fat Yeah, I remember that. But I always felt like... Once I heard and learned about her coming to WWE, that's what I expected. Not to put her health on the line, but it's like you came from a place where people are trying to beat your face in, uh, and you should not be scared to embrace some softer blows, you know what I mean? Once again, not to to put your life in jeopardy, but it's like, yeah, so I expect that. You should be able to take a lightly, yeah, you can bump your head. Yeah. No big deal, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah, I, I can respect that. I appreciated that from Ronda to actually take that spot. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, obviously, this ain't Holly Holm coming at her, so like, yeah, she, you know she, she could she could take a couple, but I don't know. I mean, I didn't know if I was in the wrong for thinking that because you know people would man, man you got to be careful with hey, the concussions, I'll, and that's why I'm I'll, saying don't put her life in jeopardy. But she should I'll, be able I'll, to take a look. I'll, I'll give her this, man. She a lot of people talk shit about her, and, you know, not having hands, bro. She took a lot of fucking shots from a professional kickboxer to the face. Like, yeah, she was going to get knocked out. She had, you know, she can't, she was done. But, like, she took a lot. And a lot of people, like, try to shit on her. But, like, yeah, I'd like to see you fucking any <laughs> man or woman get in the fucking cage with Holly Holm. She'll fucking knock your lights out. I want to see that shit. <laughs> yeah, no, she's a professional kickboxer, bro. Champion, I think. And a boxer. So she ain't playing no shit. Like, yeah, so, I mean, her taking that knee, I was like, yeah, she took one of those before. And we we can keep on the subject, but parlay it into the uh, SmackDown segment real fast too. Obviously, within the two weeks, you know Charlotte somehow earned a title shot at Oscar. She ended up beating Oscar, which with them making that match so abruptly, I figured some bullshit was in the air. Like, there's no way they're gonna just make that match out of nowhere, so close to WrestleMania, and Charlotte was gonna lose. And I kind of already feel like before it got announced. It was like gonna be some type of at play with some unification, maybe both belts being on the line. And if both belts are gonna be on the line, we might as well do un- a unification. That's how I kind of feel in a sense, like, because what are we doing? Okay, now we have this match set for WrestleMania. Both belts are on the line. Like, regardless of who fucking wins, it doesn't even matter who wins. But now they're gonna be double champions. 
I mean, champ, and, champ. So are you or are you going to be doing some dumb shit where you're going to make them put both belts on the line just to have to choose which belt they're going to defend? So then, in the end run, regardless, we took the belt off of Oscar for no reason, just to try to put some more shine on a, on a main event. That should be fine by itself for where it was at already. Like, I don't think it needed some more selling power. Yep. Like, were you fine with that being the main event, or do you like, it ain't doing it for me? I mean, I don't know, bro. I mean. First time ever. I mean, three of the best, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah, minus Oscar. Oscar's not in there, and I'm really salty about that shit. But, I mean, life goes on. What can we do? Harp on it. You know what I mean? But, but like, that that's the thing. Oscar should have never lost the belt. She shouldn't have. She's never ever hundred fucking percent. She should. So uh, that doesn't fucking make sense. You could have put Charlotte in that match for one belt, like, and Oscar should have had her beaten whoever the fuck whoever the fuck she was gonna step into the ring and smack you know from SmackDown. Yeah. Appar- apparently, the original WrestleMania plans was for Mandy Rose to win whatever contendership match they were gonna have to go on to WrestleMania to face her. Now, whether she was gonna win or not, who knows? But apparently, that was the original plan. Yeah, well, yeah. I still would have rather have took that over Oscar getting the belt taken off her and shit like in that in that type of situation. That's just me, you know. I'm not trying to speak for nobody, but me personally, like shit, I still would have rather have sat through that match. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it just <clears throat> shit like that sucks. Like I try not to overreact, man. but it just in my in, in my eyes, bro, this is the dumbest fucking shit I've ever seen. Like Oscar, I you I would I would have rather saw an Oscar Ronda. Becky match. That's the best of all three worlds right there. Yeah, because, I mean, I don't know. Don't get me wrong. Once again, I ain't trying to speak for the masses, but, I mean, like, I'm kind of over the Charlotte and Becky shit. I think it kind of ran its course. I'm more interested in just the Ronda and Becky solo, or if you were going to introduce somebody to the mix, yeah, Asuka. Huh? Like, I mean, that's just me, though, man. Like, that shit doesn't really make any sense. I just feel bad for Asuka. Shit, no, I'm normally against, oh, they should go to AEW type shit, but in this case, I wouldn't be mad if reports no. in a year or two came out saying that she's unhappy because if know, this is the path that she's gonna be on i wouldn't blame her i would not blame her to, or fuck even want to go back to japan if if reports come out about either in the future i'm not gonna be upset about it i get upset about other people but I, asuka has every reason you're dope as hell like and now they obviously i feel like they got their other People, you know, in in EO and fucking Kyrie that they want to push. EO more so. I think they're seeing that what EO can do, and I feel like they're going to kind of shift with her. You know what I mean? They tried it with Kyrie, and if they're having problems with the way Asuka's speaking, I'm pretty sure they're going to have a problem with Kyrie. Out of the three, EO seems to be the one that can talk the best, so that's why I feel like she has the best fighting chance. Thinking from Vince McMahon's fucked up perspective. You know what I mean? Not my own, but the way Vince looks to be handling shit recently, that's the way it seems it's going to go. But, uh, yeah, that's just, just unfortunate, man. Like, I, it makes no sense. To me, I, I think the main event was fine by itself. We didn't need another title to be added to it to add more flair. It was fine. No pun intended. Um, yeah, that was just pointless. Uh, before we switch to 205 Live real fast, is there anything from SmackDown in these past two weeks that you wanted to touch on? Uh... Not really. I mean, I, I don't really have anything that stands out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that just and it, does it? I mean, I've seen people saying it on Twitter, but like when you, when you really think about it, like there's really not that much excitement for WrestleMania. It feels like yeah, you get some promos here, some interactions, whether it's the Daniel Bryan and you know Kofi shit or the AJ and uh, Randy shit. But it's like it doesn't seem like it doesn't feel like WrestleMania season, dude. Like oh, normally it, from the prior years, like you know it's in the air. You know that you got your matches you're looking forward to and shit. And of course, you could be looking forward to Seth versus Brock or. 
you know, Daniel versus Co- or Kofi, you know, yeah, you could be looking towards that, but like, I don't know, maybe I'm tripping, but it just doesn't feel like it has that allure this year. Uh, well, t- Takeover has that allure. Oh yeah, that's that's oh man. I mean, it's crazy to me that it's on a Friday. I mean, it's kind of dope that it's on a Friday, but I'm so accustomed to it being on Saturdays, man. Like, yeah, I kind of basically played <laughs> it on Saturday, and then I yeah. remembered, like, yeah, they did yeah. change it. Yeah, because I even told you, like, yeah, I'm going to be chilling watching that shit. Like, oh, yeah, totally forgot about that. Uh, yeah, I'm more or less looking forward to take over, even though that's only five matches or whatever on that card. But, shit, I guarantee that's going to be the best show out of the weekend. Guaranteed. Uh yeah, as far as SmackDown, I didn't really have anything. I mean, I've already said what I said about the Kofi shit. Um, more than sure, like more than likely, he'll, he'll probably end up prevailing and having his WrestleMania moment, which I ain't mad at. I'm just hopefully we don't have a long reign with this shit. That's all I ask. Uh, yeah, but shit, I guess uh, other than that, switching to 205 Live, the only thing really noteworthy to talk about to me really was uh, what Tony Nice. Facing Buddy Murphy, and I think we kind of touched on that a few podcast episodes ago, uh, how we figured that would be a nice little match. I got to ask the question again. Do you think they should give uh, Tony this moment and let him win? Even if it's probably going to be on the fucking pre-show, do you think they should give him this WrestleMania moment, let him dethrone Buddy Murphy? Or uh, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean... I feel like Tony's proved himself, you know. Uh, we need a new fresh face at you know with the belt. Buddy, Buddy needs to go up to the main roster, like, <clears throat> and you know, basically get some new talent in two hundred five. Basically, overall, just yeah, I tweeted it, and I'm so serious about it, bro. After Mania, man, after watching this championship match, I mean, I'll probably watch it, but I don't know if I'm gonna talk and have anything like uh, even a segment for that shit. Like, it's getting so redundant, bro. It's the same shit. All the time, like even though the matches are good, I'm that's not to take anything away. But how many times can we watch the same shit? Even though they're good matches, but it's just this ain't you know what I mean like the old shit, like you know some old CM Punk series where you can watch this shit go on and on, and you want to keep seeing this shit repeatedly. Like me personally, no, we didn't seen it. It's been what two, three years or some shit already. Two hundred five lives been around. Like it's enough is enough. We need more talent. Yeah. You can't keep treating this shit like even if you got like I said before, pull from within your own roster pool, man. Yeah. You know, you're using Uni, and I, I personally don't feel, and this is, like I told you off, Mike, this ain't no knock towards him. Like, he's a great fucking wrestler. I just don't think that fucking 205 Live is his setting. It's not for him. Raul Mendoza or somebody should fucking be on there. Like, there's no reason at all why, why Uni should be on there. Like, you guys got certain talents, and you guys are just misusing them. Like, I, uh, that's what your guys' biggest fucking flaw is, and if AEW can get their fucking shit together in that aspect, that's where they're going to crush you guys at, is just knowing who to push and what to do with certain people instead of just going with the same old shit. Yeah, because Leo would have been had the belt at some point. Yeah, it's like, and then that shit alone, like, I mean, come on, man. Like, Leo should have been got the strap, even if it was a short reign. I'm not even sitting there saying let him have a Buddy Murphy or Alexander type reign. where he's Never an Alexander reign. But, you know what I mean? Like, God damn, man. Like, he could have had the strap even because he's not bad. He's not bad at all. So, I don't know why you guys are just basically regulating him to be Bobby Lashley's mouthpiece. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. But, you know, it's unfortunate. It's it's honestly has a lot of potential. It's just they just don't put any effort. With, at all, man. That's why I'm just Getting like... any talent or putting talent there that you already have. It does make sense. 
at all, man. It's just yeah. This this at this point, it's better that they, sh- they just cancel the fucking show and just put the belt on. I don't know what show, but they should just yeah put that belt on a show and just put the people on that roster and just cut their losses. I mean, two hundred five live obviously gets viewership because if it didn't, I would like to think that they wouldn't torture people and keep it on air. I would like to think that they would cancel that shit. But uh, yeah, man. I just saved the money. Nah, man, what's the fucking point? What is the point? Just keep the belt, you know, yeah. on Raw and SmackDown. And... Yeah, even that, you can fuck. Defend it on both. Uh, switching to NXT UK, uh, Piper Niven finally debuted. Even though I'm not in ring action, but, you know, I mean, made an appearance on the show. I think that's going to be going against Rhea. That's a nice opening promo, or not promo, but, you know, program to have coming into the NXT. Uh, how do you think this shit's going to play out? Because Rhea's been the big bad since the inception of NXT UK, so now she has some legit competition, man. Uh, hell no, Rhea. Rhea. I mean, I, I I haven't seen her like a lot. You know, I've only like heard about Piper online and people retweeting her, and you know, I've only heard get good you know good comments. So you know, I don't know. We'll see, but I don't think I don't think she's beating Rhea off of what I've seen Rhea do. So. Rhea, Rhea can hold her own with uh, Tony, so we'll see. I But I don't know much about her, so. I think it's going to be a good series. I don't have a a pick on who would win and you know at the end of the shit, but like I know it's going to be a good series of shit. I don't think it's going to be a one-off match either. Well, well, that kind of blows me. So, so it's like, what's going on with Nina now? What are we doing with Nina? I would like to think that some, like – just in my head, when I get into that booking bag a little bit, I've, I've like I said, I feel like the Rhea and Piper situation is probably going to continue. That's at least in my head. That's how I would do it. It wouldn't be a one-off thing, especially if they have some good chemistry and can give us some good matches. Yeah, we'll continue that. And then for right now, obviously they have uh, Jenny yeah. going for the belt, and I don't see Jenny winning. I mean, they'll probably have a decent match, if not a good match. I think they'll have a fucking great match. Like, I'm not going to shit on it and act like it's going to be trash. Like, they'll probably have some decent shit going. But obviously, Tony will, will you know, retain, and I feel like maybe Nina would be the next up. Obviously, Tony would probably re- retain once again, but, I mean, it would be a fresh new challenger, yeah. so people would keep interested in the program. And then, obviously, whoever the fuck comes out from the Piper and uh, fucking Rhea shit finally after that shit's been drawn out, they would obviously probably have the right to claim to be the next person up after the Nina Nina Samuel shit. How'd you feel about uh, Kaylee Ray's debut against Isla? Obviously, Isla lost. Uh, both both. Don't even what I dig about her the most is she she just like no pun intended. She just seems like a grizzled vet. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she just seems like somebody that will be really good for the the women's division on that roster. You got a bunch of young cats, young girls on that roster in general. So it's like, yeah, it's kind of nice that you're grabbing up somebody that, that has some tenure instead of just being someone that's like, hey, like me because I'm new and young. You know, like, no, I've been here. I've been, I've done some things. Yeah, I've done <laughs> some things. You know what I mean? So I, I, I dig that about her. So, I mean, uh, so I'm, I'm not going to overhype it. I mean, like, I'm trying not to overhype or undersell a lot of shit in these, you know, in these podcast episodes lately. But it, it was a good match. I know she's probably capable of better. And maybe... Well, I- I, it's just I don't know who I want to see her mix it up with that would bring the best out of her per se though. I will say this. 
that was the best best I've seen. I I think she, I uh Kaylee Ray got the best out of Isla. That was the best I've seen Isla look on NXT UK since. Besides that one match that they that fucking sold me when she first. Yeah, had, yeah, well, that, that one. Yeah, that the, was nuts. Pay per view was dope. Yeah, yeah. After that, it was like yeah, yeah. So since then, yeah, that's one of the yeah. I can yeah. agree with you on that. I was like, you know what? All right. She brought the best out of you, but you need to keep that up. You need that yeah, type of performance every all time. All the time. <laughs> it just felt real fresh, and like every move was just nice, and they weren't lagging at all because a lot of Isla's matches, she's you know just not been there you know, yeah. for every spot. And it's just like, this match, she actually looked good. I was like, that's what we need. We need good performances out here. I, don't, I didn't even care that she lost. I was like, you know what? Yeah, as long as we had a good performance, that's all we need. You're improving. Shit, yes. You're showing me improvement. I'm happy with that shit. Uh, next up, you wanted to talk about the tag team division in UK. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's get into that real fast. So, so yeah, this this week just blew my mind. I'm sitting there watching NXT UK last night, and I'm like, okay, you know, good good matchup. You know, you had uh, Fabian Eichner and Marcel Barthel against uh, Amir Jordan and uh, Kenny Williams. Kenny Kenny Williams, that's his name, Kenny Williams. Uh, Solid match, you know. I like it. And, you know, I've nothing against uh, Williams and uh, Jordan, but like I'm st- about a month and a half ago, we we're like these guys could probably take the belts off Grizzle Young Vets. Yeah. Right. At, yeah. The way the way they were getting pushed, and you are even, you know, you've, you know, you're you're on TV every week. Yeah. It's like okay, cool. Then they somehow lose to them. I was like. What are we doing? Like, the tag team division I thought was set. Like, I thought they were getting the next title shot. And out of nowhere, we're pushing these guys? What are we doing? Yeah, that shit's very confusing. Like, I try not to, like, think too much about that shit, man, but it's kind of hard not to because it's, like, the way they book shit is so different than what I'm so, like, expecting and accustomed to. And, I mean, that could be – it's a gift and a curse in a sense. It's good because you don't know how to predict shit, which is always great in wrestling. I hate being able to predict shit. Whether it's a fucking spot or an outcome, I hate being able to predict it when you're watching the shit. But, like, yeah, when shit like that happens, it's like, yeah, what are we doing? People that should be winning are losing. What is going on in their tag team division, like, just on its own, though, with that kind of shit? Like, who is the next contenders? Obviously, Mustache Mountain ain't going to be it. Amir Jordan and (laughs) Kenny Williams? No, the fuck they're not. Stop. And then what about those other guys? I forget their fucking names. I think I've seen them on two episodes of UK. It might have been the past the two weeks that we've been on. No, not them. Um, they come out with their fucking hands in their pockets and shit, with their fucking hair all wet, slicked back. Oh, their, I saw them. Oh, dress shirts open and shit. Like, what the fuck? Who even said that was a good fucking gimmick? Like, I mean, I don't know if it's some sick joke where they're just going to be the jobbers, and that's why their gimmick is what that is. Or if you guys really think these are gonna be somebody that the crowd's gonna get behind, but like that shit in itself makes no sense. Yeah, I don't. I didn't like them. What are you doing with your tag team division? You got to take every fucking thing serious. Like I don't understand this shit. I don't understand why every division doesn't have a team of writers. Like what the fuck's going on here? Like that's how I would have my shit structured at least. There's well, no reason why we have a whole writing team writing the same shit for one person. Like we got how many people on the writing team for this shit? Every division should be able to have something going on, man. Tag team division is seriously lacking over there. UK is dreadfully fucking lacking in storylines in general to me. With the tag team division, what's going on? I'm happy for the vets. I don't want them to lose the belts, you know, at the next time they have to defend them. But, like, who would be it? Uh, how'd you feel about Zach Gibson's promo? 
He's dope, man, and I and he, I that just to me it proved to me why they gave him something. They had to throw him a bone. They made him look good, like he had a chance on beating Dunn and shit. And obviously he couldn't get that job done, but he's too good to not do something with him. I'm not gonna lie, I I really I really fuck with him. Like he's one of the best heels they have there, and that's another reason why it's like, yeah, you another reason to keep the tag team division alive. Like if you're gonna have confidence and you know make a tag team with him and James Drake work like that, and he has that mouthpiece and that heat, roll out the baby faces. Like here we go. Who is it going to be? And if we're going to do something like, and obviously size doesn't even matter in UK, but I mean like go by what you're doing. Like don't build up, you know. Eichner and them just to fucking lose on some what the fuck shit. Yeah. It didn't make sense to me. Or, so, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I loved his promo. And, yeah, the promo, and, man. And he was just going and going yeah. and going and going. Just like, okay, just really playing the crowd. Really playing the crowd. I was like, he's a real fucking heel, dog. Yeah, like, he knows what he's doing. That's not, a real heel. I'm not gonna like him. I haven't liked him since day one. He's a real <laughs> fucking heel, dog. His submission fucking pisses me off. Like, everything about him, I, I just respect don't like. it after no, it gets Nigel shit now. Yeah. I fucking hated it at first because I mean, like I said, when I seen Nigel in Impact, he was doing that Tower of London from the corner basically as his finisher. So I never seen him do that submission. So I didn't know that was his shit. I just thought it was like a weak ass finisher. But, like, it, to find out what he was putting in work with that shit, like, okay, and you're doing that as an ode to him, I respect it. Yeah. I respect it. Um, uh, I, I did want to ask you one question. What's up? Would you want Nigel to be, like, the color commentator? Well, he is. Well, well I'm talking But the like, other guy, I don't know who his name is. I forget. Uh, like, really, like, play up a heel, like, persona. With like, I, I think he could successfully do it. I mean, you see bits and pieces of it, whether it's on two hundred five and shit. Like you could, you could see the bits and pieces of it. It's there. I, I think that that kind of needs to be implemented. You know, I mean, that's always been the thing with commentators. Name a time where you just had both neutral, two neutral people. It doesn't work that great. Like you got to have that dynamic, regardless of who it is. I mean, figure out who works better as what role and just go that way. Like it has to be. You got to have somebody that's gonna hype up the bad guys. Yeah, you got to. I was thinking about that the other day because, you know, I don't know if you've seen, like, the extra stuff they've been giving with the pay-per-views, like how people live watch it and give their reactions. Yeah. Uh, you know, Nigel was cussing and stuff, and I was like, <laughs> I bet you he does probably cuss a lot. Like, we we don't even get to see the real Nigel. Yeah. Nice. I don't. I don't think that's a bad thing, man. Like, if w, I, I heard supposedly WWE deleted the video and... They don't plan on doing that anymore just because shit like that can happen. Like, you can't predict what people are going to do. But I don't see the problem in that, man. Like, I really don't see the problem. I mean, put some age restriction on that shit and let it fly. That gives people like us, the fans, that gives us a whole different perspective on how these people are. You get to see them out of character. You get to see them just in natural and be in a natural habitat of watching a fucking pay-per-view and how the boys and girls react backstage when they're watching their, their you know, their fucking people work. Like, I think that's a great idea, man. I mean, just let it go. I mean, put an age restriction. So that's on the parents if they're little 12-year-old or fucking 8-year-olds watching it. That's sorry. That's on you. We put an age restriction. <laughs> watch that shit. You know, make sure you're watching what your kid's watching. But I think that's a good idea. I mean, it's unfortunate that they're, that they're supposedly not going to do it anymore, but I liked it. Nigel, <laughs> he was in the moment. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. What the fuck? Like, he was in the moment, shit. Uh, switching to NXT, 
Stokely or whatever his current name is, they're having him do the live events with. Um, you wanted to ask, or you were talking about how come they didn't pair him up with uh, Street Profits? Yeah, that that was that, that was just a question I was I was thinking of. Like, you you know he's a guaranteed guaranteed he's going to get laughs. He's like you. I don't know if I you know if anybody's seen him, but yeah, he's he's hilarious. Like. And he can do whatever he wants to, you know. He's he's good at what he does. He's fucking mic. great at what he does. He's like a natural at that yeah. shit, man. Like it's just I don't know if he's been practicing his whole fucking life since <laughs> a kid or what, but like that shit just like, comes like so natural to him. He might fuck around and be the next Paul Heyman. Far, real far shit. As that manager yeah. mouthpiece. Yeah, real shit. So so And he can take bumps. So that's another great exactly. thing. Like he wrestles too, so you know he'd be able to get some bumps off and may probably make some shit look crazy. So He's a good, good pickup for for NXT and WWE in general. Man, as soon as they came calling, he grabbed that bag, and I love him for it. Like, hey, you got to do what you got to do. To be honest, I I remember hearing rumblings about that shit months ago, but then nothing came to fruition. So I'm like, damn, they probably passed on him or something like that. You know what I mean? So I just never expected him to come to WWE. It was just one of those people that I felt like, because sometimes every now and then you hear about a wrestler that's supposed to go to WWE and shit just never pans out. Yeah, you know what I mean? So. Uh, that's what I figured that was gonna be, but like, yeah, man, I'm happy as hell for him, man. Like, I like now as far as him doing the street profit shit, like, it would be a natural fit. I think. I think he'd be able to get some funny shit off. But I feel like the WWE answer would be like, oh, they believe in Montez and them. They got their own thing going. They're good on the mic. They can carry it themselves. Like that Baba Tunde or whatever his name was. Like before they called Leo up, they were uh, using him as his uh, manager, basically. So Leo, same shit that he was doing, he's doing with Bobby right now, basically. Okay. So it's like, yeah, I, I, that he, that kid probably ain't that great on the mic, but he's very fucking intimidating in size and look. So, give him a mouthpiece. So I guess, I guess, I mean, yeah, I would like to see him work with somebody, you know, somebody else on the actual NXT TV. But uh, yeah. no, no, just a thought I had while watching it. I was like, that's why I wouldn't mind it at all, man. Like I wouldn't mind it at all. Whether he keeps the the clean cut gimmick or if he tries to get on some like hood shit with them a little either way it would work for me shit either way but i just feel like that would be the fucking typical wwe answer oh they're fine yeah uh switching to aew real fast uh in these past two weeks the bucks went down to mexico and won the triple a tag titles and i guess they're set to defend them against the lucha brothers at double or nothing the show needed something because we were talking about that shit, and there's something else that I didn't have on the docket related to titles that I'll touch on. But yeah, the show was needing something. If this is going to be your inaugural event, like you kind of yeah, you need something here. No belts have been you know up until that point. No belts have been discussed or at least you know mentioned at least up until that point. And then I forget. It, trust me, you know I'm going to be kind of off of my timeline because it's been two weeks, but. Somewhere not too long after that, they had a, a being either being the elite episode or one of Cody's uh, episodes on YouTube where Brandy was talking about the belt and you could see the outline of how big the belt's going to be. Like they want that motherfucker to be huge. Like I forgot what federation they said, but they want it to be like their North American title. And somebody posted a picture on Twitter of how big that shit was with the plate and the side plates. And it's pretty fucking big. So, I mean, apparently that's what their world title is going to look like. So, there is a AEW world title. We know that, apparently. Now, as far as all the other belts, <laughs> I don't know. And that's what confuses me with the Bucks winning the AAA titles. Because it's like, 
are other belts going to be defended? Like, this is another thing. That, these are things that you guys need to be talking about in your press conference. You know, I mean, this shit, May 25th is going to be here before we know it. It's it going is. to be here before we know it, and we don't really know shit. Y'all got, and I know it's a dead running joke by now, but all you guys really got is a shit ton of merch. We are lacking so many fucking details besides May 25th at the MGA, MGM Grand. Like, that's all we fucking know. Well, and, uh, you know, besides a few matches, but like title, all that, there's so many details about AEW that's so in the dark right now. And people are jumping out of windows and off of ledges for this company that doesn't have shit set in stone to our knowledge. We don't know what's going on behind closed doors, but we don't have like what, why should we be so invested in this company yet? I think you guys kind of jumped the gun a little bit, you know. I I think they have everything under wraps and hopefully that's what I'm hoping. I don't know. I'm really I've, hoping that they blow our minds with some dope title concepts and you know I've 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 been seeing shit about Cody, you know, uh getting the rights to shit and how he's getting the rights to, I think Bash at the Beach. Oh, if he does that, that's super dope. I was like when I saw that I was like Okay, if Vince gives it away, yeah, if you, you know. Cause yeah, because I, I know they own all that shit. That's yeah. even in the video game. Like, yeah, they own all that shit. So, I was, like, I, mean, I was like, I don't think they're just coming up off of shit like that. And like, I, me personally, and unless, once again, um, I, I don't see Vince being nice like that. Unless Buddy's actually running a lot of bread for it. Like, yeah, Vince, then, Vince is thirsty. <laughs> Vince is thirsty. Yeah, he'll, he'll take that. You, you want to give a couple mil for this fucking pay-per-view idea? Yeah, you can have it. Hell yeah, run it. I can't. And then in other AEW news, Jim Ross, I mean, this has been speculated, like, since the inception of fucking AEW, there's been talk that JR and Jericho were talking to Tony Khan about doing something, you know, with a wrestling promotion, and fast forward all this time, all these details are coming out to be absolutely true. The only fucked up thing is, and I hope that this shit just gets, you know, pushed under the rug and nobody brings it up on some hating shit. And I only talk about it on this podcast because it's not like we're fucking listened to by thousands of people. But it's just like on some real talk, like when the reports first came out, they were like, oh, JR sending feelers out to WWE talent. My nigga, that's contract tampering. You can't be sitting there while you're under contract to WWE, be talking to WWE talent about fucking, yeah, we got this thing going to be jumping off in a couple months, you know, might have to give you a call. Like you can't even do that kind of shit. That's all illegal. So hopefully... Hopefully, like, nobody that's on a bigger platform makes a big fuss about this shit. And, like, because that's going to be a bad look. Not that AEW would probably give a fuck. It's not, I don't see them being like WWE. We got to fire you now because you're getting hot. Like, they would probably still ride for him, keep him on the team. But, like, yeah, I just hope nobody makes a big fuss about it. But, like, that was in the initial reports that JR was sending out feelers and shit. So, two contracted WWE talent. Like, you. I guess, man. I guess. Hey, you know, <laughs> hey, I don't know, man. I mean, maybe, maybe there's nothing to be done about it because he, how he was under WWE contract at the time, and the company might not have had a name at that time. Maybe there's little loopholes. I'm not a fucking lawyer, <laughs> but I mean, maybe hey. there's loopholes. But <clears throat> we'll see. We'll see. But, but the deal's for three years, though, and I forget the all the exact title of what it's going to be. I mean, obviously they're going to be using him for commentary. But I'm pretty sure they're going to be using him for some type of, you know. Backstage. Yeah, you know, direction-wise, because he's he's been great at that. And What what are your thoughts about that? Do you think that's, like, going to be anything, make a difference at all? I mean, mean, look look, look at the people they're surrounding their company with. You know, people that have been in the game. Billy Gunn, uh, Jim Ross. Like, yeah, they they know what they're doing. Um, They're being smart about it. 
obviously Cody, you know, with his dad, you know, having that knowledge obviously helps uh, when you're selling shit like the Bucks and, you know, Kenny, like, yeah, you're, <clears throat> I don't know, you got a pretty solid base, so, I don't know, man, I'm pretty excited about it. First pay-per-view is going to be hopefully dope. Yeah. Uh, trying to think of the other guy's name because they had him on the episode. Like some guy, I forget. Suppose he has a tenure doing some type of shit with announcing, but I guess that's probably going to be Jr.'s partner. I don't want to. Fuck it, I'll say the name. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I think his name might have been Mark Alvarez or some shit like that. Really? I think so. I think that might have been his name, but yeah, I think that's who is going to be the other commentator for AEW. So I'm like, I'm interested. In, I've never heard of him before, me personally. Uh, but like, shit, I'm interested in seeing what kind of chemistry him and JR can have. Just to see how JR mixes. And I mean, yeah, he's done shit for New Japan and other promotions and shit, but I'm interested in seeing how this is going to pan out on the commentary side for AEW. Uh, now we can switch over to WrestleMania weekend cards and give our predictions real fast if you want. Yeah, we can do it. Got quite a few things to run through on this list and a couple things to touch on. Uh, we'll start over with the NXT TakeOver card. Shit, uh, fuck it. They're all dope matches, so fuck it. Uh, we'll start off with the two out of three falls match for the vacant NXT title. Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano. Um, I'm just happy. I mean, it kind of... I don't really know how to word it because it's like I said before, like I hate Tommaso Ciampa, the wrestler. But as far as the human being, like, I mean, I have compassion for, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not that much of an asshole. Like, it sucks that a motherfucker, you know, you love this shit and, you know, you might not be able to wrestle again. Like, you, this is some serious shit. You had to have the surgery. At first, I was hearing he was going to be out up to six months. And now, apparently, he's going to be out for the whole year type shit. So, I mean, that kind of sucks for him on just on a personal note. But, like, I can't lie and say I'm not happy that we're going to get a new champion. A champion that's going to actually make that belt interesting you know what i mean so not just the people that just want to be fucking smarts and act like there's some part of some elite group because they like champa and shit that's like borderline young buck fanish a little bit to me where you think that you're so cool because you like somebody that's you know from some certain type of degree of you know i'm trying to figure out the right words to say about it because i don't want to make it seem like i'm coming off as a knock towards the bucks because bucks are great at what they do but there's a certain type of fan out there that just thinks a certain type of way just because they fuck with a certain wrestler yeah and i feel like that's a majority of champa's fan base they they (laughs) they oversell shit and believe their own hype about them and shit like it's it's not all true this nigga's not the greatest heel shit i would like to believe zach gibson's a better heel than champa like don't play with me when it comes to that heel shit like come on man don't insult me like that and say that shit. But anyways, back on point. Um, yeah, the match itself, man, two out of three falls. I know they're both going to fucking bring it. I know this is going to be a dope-ass match in itself. But my question to you is, who do you think is going to take it away? Uh, I mean, I want to say Cole. That would be the smart thing to do, right? But, I mean. The best thing. Best for fucking business. Yeah, I mean, this is the best for business, but, I mean, if Johnny wins it, I mean. That's what I'm saying. Like, do we go what's for best for business, or do we go what was going to probably be the outcome of the of the original match, which yeah. is probably going to be Johnny winning? Because you can see they, from the promos, they they switched Johnny straight to a babyface, to the cleanest of babyfaces, and he was just dirty as fuck <laughs> two weeks ago, three weeks ago. So it's like, yeah, they they cleaned them up really well this week for this WrestleMania weekend. Oh, yeah. 
So it's like, eh, that's what makes me worried, man. I'm not mad at it. I wouldn't be mad at it, but I'm just like, yeah, I kind of feel like Gargano's going to win, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, at least we're going to have a champion that's dope at wrestling. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And regardless of who wins, we're going to have, like, whoever they go on to defend against afterwards, it's going to be great matches. Yeah. So I'm and not you mad know about it. it. And you know it. It's not going to be like, eh, it might be a fucking two-star. <laughs> it might <laughs> like, be a two-star. Ain't none of that going on. So it's like, yeah. You're going to at least get above 3.5 every time. Hell yeah, man. Uh, fatal four-way for the NXT women's title. Kyrie Sane versus Io Shirai, Bianca Belair, and Shayna Baszler. I'll go first on this one. I would really like to see either Bianca or Io. Bianca's kind of lost that mystique now, you know what I mean? But it's going to happen. Everybody's not going to be fucking undefeated forever. So, I mean, like, that's why I said I would like to see either one of them. Io, I just feel like she's really dope. I never had any history really with her prior to her coming to NXT. So, I mean, I just heard great things about her and then seeing her in the Mae Young Classic and shit. I'm like, yeah, she's really dope. I don't even know how old she is, but it's like, yeah, you kind of want to utilize that while she can go because she has kind of, she, as a woman, doing any kind of high-risk shit in general, regardless of gender, is risky. That's why they call it high-risk. But to be a woman doing that shit, like, yeah, you don't know. Look at Lita, like, the injury she had, fucking her neck up and all that shit. Like, yeah, so you kind of want to ride it while you can. I've, or at least I feel you would want to. Uh, but who would be your picks in that match or pick if you only have one? I mean, I really I only want Kyrie to win it. I don't have a problem with Kyrie, but that's down no pun intended, but that ship's kinda sailed for me, man. Like, <laughs> I'm down to see her and EO be a tag team together if worse came to worse. Like say if they did want Shannon to retain or if they did give it to Bianca, I'm totally down to see them have a program with uh Bailey and Sasha. I'm sorry. That'd be dope to me, but like as far as like seeing Kyrie as the champ again, like I would Oh, yeah, I would rather see EO just because, like, it's a fresher face. You know, you guys are fickle, okay? Very I, fickle I, fans. I, I, I'm I, sick I, of you fickle fans. We're not forgetting about Kyrie. Oh, right? no, I won't forget about her. I'm just, man. See, Kyrie is still that. EO's had to save her, like, just based off the booking standpoint, too. Like, maybe the booking is what makes me look at Kyrie differently. But, like, EO's had to keep coming out and saving your ass. <laughs> like it's just like yeah, they you kind of made EO look more superior than Kyrie. Uh, I don't know. I I want I want Kyrie to win it. Nobody else. I, I hope I hope she hits the the fucking elbow on all three of them on a pile. <laughs> right, pile stack them up. Them up. <laughs> and pin them all three of them. Next match that makes no fucking sense to me, uh, but I'm still sure it's gonna be dope. NXT tag team title match. Ricochet and Aleister Black, obviously the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic winners versus the War Raiders. I feel like the War Raiders are going to retain, but like I said, the match is going to be dope. It just still doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah, for me, it's like, the War Raiders lose this, I'm going to be salty. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it would make no sense, especially for, the, for Undisputed Era to lose the belts to them, just to lose to a team that just started. Like, yeah. And they're too dope. I feel like, and I think that's the reason why I don't like them as a tag team is because Ricochet and Aleister Black are too dope to have to be regulated to that shit. Well, they they didn't have championship matches for them, so they had to put them together. But then in turn, you're fucking an actual tag team that should have had a title shot. Obviously, none of the tag teams that they had besides Undisputed Era are ready, so they're like, fuck it. 
I don't know how long Street Profits got to fucking be there to like, hey. Yeah, well, what, do know, they, what do they got to do? Well, you know, we're on the same fucking team, you know? Like, we could be on the show, too, you know? We're on the same brand. Same I feel company. bad for them. They've just been there too long to not be. That That's really true, man. Like, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Hopefully, they can be the next contenders. That'd be fucking nice. Like, yeah, you'll have this, and obviously... None of these call-ups were supposed to happen until after WrestleMania, but WWE got scared and pushed the button months ago. So now I feel like after WrestleMania, I'm pretty sure that superstar shakeup's not too far behind. So now I feel like we might get some superstars set on some rosters leading up to this superstar shakeup. Like EC3 and them might finally get a fucking steady home, and then shit might get shaken up after that shit. But, man, there's no point for Ricochet and them. Like, they're going to... Have their own shit. I'm pretty sure. I don't. Would you want to see them on the same brand? No. Like that's okay. I'm on the same. I have Ricochet on Raw and Alistair Black on SmackDown. Yeah, that's what. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm on the same exact page. Like, yeah, just because they're tag teams. Like after this whole fucking shit goes on, man. Like are after the shit blows over, are you ready brands. for Finn and Ricochet? Are you ready for Seth and Ricochet? Yeah, I'm really trying to see that. I'm really trying to see that. that That's going to be some fresh shit when he goes to Raw. Uh, Okay, now the NXT North American title, uh, Matt Riddle versus Velveteen. Hmm. Uh, That one I have a question mark on. I don't know who's going to win that one. (laughs) Yeah. um, Honestly, I really don't give a fuck who wins. Like, I'm just going to be real. Like, Dude, there's no wrong. Answer, there's no wrong. Really. There's no wrong answer. Well, how can you go wrong with that match? Oh, Velveteen wins. Okay, cool. He still has the belt. Yeah, bro. You know, bro's gonna be fine. But yeah. if bro gets it, yeah, that's. If he gets it, I ain't gonna lie. My like my hype is gonna go up a little bit. Like, oh shit! Hopefully they call up Velveteen. Like, hopefully this means something. Like, like hopefully that means he's gonna finally come up. I'm. I don't want him to go up. I want him to stay in NXT forever. I'm. I'm afraid of him going up. I'm I mean, really you have every I'm, right to, I mean, because just I, given I'm, the track record of other people that's gotten called up, so you ain't in the wrong for feeling that way. I'm I'm terrified of Velveteen on the main roster, like, because it's either going to be really hot or it's going to flop. And that he's, should, and I like to say I think he's a risque character. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he is. So uh, it's one thing to put this shit on the network, but I don't know how that's going to come across and how WWE has certain standards for Raw and SmackDown. Well, apparently SmackDown, SmackDown needs to be edgy and it needs to be three hours. So, yeah, who knows what changes they're gonna make once this uh, move to Fox takes place? But I'm pretty sure Fox is gonna have a lot of input on the product they're purchasing. So I'm pretty sure not. But yeah, do your thing. Like, no, we want this, we want that. So if they don't want that PG bullshit going on anymore, nope. they gon' they gonna change up. That's the reason why they're doing Friday night. So hey, I'm with it, man. Like WWE needs it. Like I've been saying for the longest. I understand. You know, you like the market to kids and shit, but kids grow up. Kids are still going to buy toys. Kids are still going to be in them crowds wearing T-shirts. So, I mean, we can't keep acting like we got to fucking act like that's the whole only audience in WWE when you got grown-ass adults in the crowd drinking beers and shit, and we're supposed to sit through this. Like, you got to change it up, man. I mean, not saying that they got to go on a fucking cuss fest. But, I mean, it brings a little, you know, shade of realism to certain events when motherfuckers are able to cuss or say even the bitch word. Well, even, even if it's a son of a bitch. 
You know what I mean? Not just straight up call somebody a bitch, but to be like son of a bitch. Even to say that in certain type of heated promos goes a long way. Instead of when they were, I'm going to beat your butt. Like, yeah, I don't really <laughs> believe in that shit. Like, I'm sorry. That's just that's just me, though. Just need a little ruthless aggression. For real, man. Uh, okay, and then he had a WWE UK title match. Walter versus Pete Dunne. This is my my favorite to be match of the night. This is going to be some hard-hitting, straight-up, strong-style a lot of man, I'm I'm expecting this to be fucking twenty thirty minute war. Yeah, I hope they let them go for a while, man. I mean, when I when Walter first came and before he first came, I was saying, you know, I thought he was gonna just like fucking dog walk, you know, Pete. But since they've been normalizing him and shit, like I'm not against it because now we can have that thirty minute match, and they can both get their shit off and you know get you know what I mean like so I'm not mad at that like I hope that's the angle they do go and I I really hope they do go to war over this shit I mean obviously I still feel like Walter's gonna fucking you know win because there's no way I mean what are we gonna do here like you can't sit here and be setting these impossible ass milestones because nobody else is gonna be champion for this fucking long for a long time NXT UK is relatively new we are not getting another championship reign like that for another 15 years I guarantee you that. Ain't, ain't nobody going to have that long-ass title run. 600 or however many fucking days we're up to now. Well, it's 685. Yeah. 700. Yeah, ain't nobody going to have that type of the rain, dude. It's, it's no. It's too, it'll be too recent, and then it's going to get too boring. But it wasn't boring when he was there, though. Nah, not with, but then at the same time, this is, like I said before, Pete, they didn't have a show for most of that period, and Pete didn't have to defend his title here in WWE. You got to defend it at other indie shit that nobody fucking saw. Hence why you, and you're going to retain anyways. You're not going to drop a WWE belt at a fucking indie show. So, I mean, like, yeah, that shit is irrelevant. Like, it doesn't really mean anything. In the WWE books, you don't have that many title defenses for to, you know, for that that fucking reign. So, yeah, it ain't going to happen again. Nobody would be able to. You got too many people going to be coming for that shit. And don't let them start getting to the point like regular NXT where they're going to have multiple takeovers a year, because then, yeah, you're definitely going to have multiple champs throughout the year. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, that ain't happening all the time. So, I just think it's that time. Uh, I agree with you 100%. I feel like that's going to be, like, one of the best matches on that card that night. And, uh, yeah, man, hopefully they they just sold some shit. Hopefully they just go all out, man. Pete, especially if it's going to be his way out. Like, if this is going to be your last match as champion, you know what I mean, for a while, like, yeah, you got to go all the way hard, dude. Take as many brutal chops as you can. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't care if your fucking chest got to look like hamburger meat afterwards. Like, you both got to do your shit, man. Oh, I expect chops, a lot of finger breaking, yep. a lot of bullshit. Yeah, like, y'all, yeah, y'all both got to just go, man. That's going to be a historic match in the NXT UK books, man. So, y'all really got a lot to prove and to make sure that that match is memorable, you know. Shit, switching over to the WrestleMania card. We'll start off with the triple threat winner take all Raw and SmackDown women's title match. Like we already touched on, the shit makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. So we won't even re reiterate about that. But just in general, who's your pick? Who's taking it all? <laughs> I mean, it would it would make no fucking sense for Charlotte, obviously. So now we're getting down to the question of, you know, obviously Becky and Rhonda, well, 
what's going on with Ronda. Like, is she leaving? Is she not leaving? Because this Becky trend is moving, and if you're leaving, we need to know. Like, that's that's my first thought. Because if she's not leaving, you're not taking the belt off Ronda. That's not happening. I just feel like Ronda's been champ for too long, man. Like, we, like, like no, that shit. Ass, doesn't matter. She can have the belt this long because she's a legit champion. Yeah. And fucking UFC, bro, she can barely wrestle. And then you got people with longer tenure that are vets and shit. Like, it doesn't work that way. Like, you can't. Because technically, Nia should be able to beat Ronda's ass then. Technically, if we're going to be realistic about that, then. Like, technically, if we're going to be looking at, like, strength and shit people can do, Ronda should be able to well, get her face Well, she has the closest chance, I would say, yeah. But, so I mean, that's why I'm just like, though. that shit, it gets boring in a sense. Yeah, she still has fans, just like every other champion still has fans. But it's like, I don't even know how long her reign has been. It just fucking feels like forever, and it's been too damn long. Like, it's just, yeah, WrestleMania, yeah, you go take a fucking vacation afterwards. Drop the fucking belt. I don't care. Just leave for a month or something. I don't know. But time's up. Like, it's time to switch that bitch around. Give some, I don't even care if it's not Becky. I don't really care who wins the shit between her and Charlotte. But, like, yeah, as far as, like, Ronda, like, she shouldn't be the pick. Like, she doesn't need to have both belts. It's vacation time. In my eye, it's like it's vacation time. So it's full go on Becky. I don't know if it should be full go, but I mean, when the other fucking chant, the other option, Charlotte, it's like, I guess Charlotte has had so much already so far. So it's like, I guess, man, she's already what a fucking eight time champion halfway to her fucking pop stats already. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Yeah, let's set it, settle it the fuck down wise, booking wise. Let's settle it down a little bit. Like, she, it's not going to hurt Charlotte whatsoever. What does Becky had? They're trying to get her 17 time. That's what I'm saying. That's what the fuck. She, she's going to be a fucking 20 time at this fucking rate by the time she's done. Barring some, like, random ass injury. Yeah, because she's still, I mean, not she's not young, young, but she. She still got a while. Yeah, a while. Wild. That's why I'm just like, And the yeah. way they switch belts in the WWE with the women, it's like, yeah, she's going to be 20 times Jesus, shit. Dude, that's why I'm like, yeah, fuck that shit, man. Hey, as long as she can be out there on her woo shit, I'm going. Right? <laughs> Woo! Uh, Universal title match, Brock and Seth. I just, short and sweet, I want Seth. Uh, I have a prediction. Tired of Brock. I have a prediction for this match. Uh, I think they swerve us and they put this as the main event, and Daniel Cormier uh, interferes, and that's how Brock loses the belt. So now Brock has to go to the UFC. I mean, if they were gonna, if they were gonna do something with Dana and them, yeah, that'd be a smart way because both both ends win. You know, you get you get something. They get that good WrestleMania moment that'll keep being shown over the years, and they get to parlay that shit right into a big ass UFC pay per view. And, and how Cain Velasquez has been down at that AAA uh, wrestling down in Mexico. You're talking a lot of shit now. It makes you wonder, man. It makes you wonder what's going to be to come. <laughs> Rock, obviously, he's going to come back to wrestling after that. UFC yeah, fight, he knows so. he has money. And then plus Jericho opening his big fucking mouth and saying about how he's trying to get Brock over to AEW. Like, now he knows he has two wrestling options now. He knows Vince is stupid as fucking and will throw him as much money as he wants. And now I got another company that will be equally as stupid? Hmm. And, <laughs> and, and with, 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 the, with the Kane angle? At Triple A, oh, it's fucking love. Like that's that's another draw for them. Now that like I yeah that I don't I don't I wonder how much Kane. I don't think he would be like Brock demanding millions. I wonder how much he's. Yeah, I wonder how much he's getting for that. I haven't oh, looked, I haven't looked into anything about getting, that. But he's getting probably over a mil. No, I'm not saying millions, millions, but he's getting over a mil. 
Like that's because I mean, yeah, because he's a big name, you know. What I mean, especially to go down to Mexico and shit. Like, yeah, that should be a big thing for them. So, yeah, ain't no telling. Yeah, I want what you call it to win. Seth, yeah, uh, obviously, son. But I don't. I don't. Un- unless that Cormier shit happens, I don't think Brock loses the belt. No offense to Seth, I love Seth, <laughs> but I, I just don't see it happen unless that Cormier shit happens. That's my prediction, though. That's a hot hot take. WWE title match, Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston. Unfortunately, I feel like they're going with Kofi, and this shit's going to be trash. The match is probably going to be decent, if not good. I don't see either one of them having a shitty match. I'd be surprised if it was a, like a you know, fucking five-star match. I would truly be surprised if it's a five-star. So that's why I'm saying it should be decent if not good. But I'm just not happy with the end result. But obviously that shit doesn't matter. WWE is strapping the rocket to this motherfucker for no reason. All right. I think Daniel Bryan retains. They gave him his own belt. He's not losing it. He should, man. He should. Like, I swear to God, he should. There's no reason that he should be losing it to Kofi, especially. Like, there's no fucking reason. Yeah. Uh, and then, I mean, for what? For two weeks later, for all the fucking fans, we, oh, why does Kofi have the belt? Like, dude, this is just a bullshit troll hype train that got this whole fucking internet going crazy. Like, don't get me wrong. If 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 he was going to get the belt, he should have got it a long time ago. Like, if Sheamus got it that quick... Kofi should have been had that shit. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it in a sense, but at the time being, bro, wrestling's too hot right now to be fucking putting the belt on Kofi. Like, what we got shit have to worry about? Following him around, yeah, Fuck man. That shit, this dude. motherfucker coming out with the belt on his ass, twerking and shit, bro. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not a fucking kid, and that shit ain't fucking funny to me. I'm sorry, I'm a grown ass man. That shit is not funny. It's not cute. That shit makes me cringe. That shit looks like some shucking and jiving shit to me every fucking time. I was talking to Jamal about that shit. Like, it pisses me off with the New Day. Then you got the nerve, Big E, to be like, oh, I hope they use their mug shots. And don't try to use this racial undertone bullshit when y'all be the biggest fucking coons in WWE, bro. Y'all do the most bullshit for Vince. The most bullshit. Yeah, we'll gyrate our hips and do questionable activities and shit. Yeah, boss, sure, boss, we'll do it. Like, don't try to use that racial shit when y'all will fucking coon the fuck out on Vince's command, bro. Don't do that. That's why I'm saying. That's why I don't want Kofi to be champ. Not, like, not against you as a man, but Kofi Kingston, the character, nigga. That shit, I ain't rocking with that, bro, at all, whatsoever. It's unfortunate that he's probably going to get a run. He's going to probably get a run. Whatever. You better push up as many fucking shirts as you can, make as much money as you can. Because this shit ain't going to last forever. Yeah. That's why I loved everything Daniel Bryan told his ass on SmackDown. The same way they chanted yes for me is the way they chant Kofi for you. It's a fucking fad. That's all this shit is. Like, y'all pushing some shit, making some shit happen for no reason. No re- What happened to all the love for Mustafa? Huh. Y'all were on that man's dick. He gets injured by accident, not even some shit he does, and then y'all forget about him like like that. Fickle. And then some motherfucker that's been here doing the same shit for 10 years, all of a sudden he's a god to y'all? I'm sorry, because WWE put him in a match that was billed for Mustafa originally. Mustafa was going to run that gauntlet. So sorry, that's not no spectacular feat. It was billed for somebody else. He just got filled in. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that shit blows me that people, I, like, switch up like that. It's like, I will, I will say this, though. 
Mustafa has been hella humble online and like, oh yeah, yeah. and he's he, a stand-up he dude. He's a, he's a stand-up dude in that sense, man. And I and I respect the hell out of him for that. He's not bitter, or at least he's not letting it be known that he's bitter if he has any issues with it, which is even more commendable because a lot of people like to bitch and complain and voice their frustrations on Twitter and shit. So yeah, I've been peeping that shit. That that's good on him, man. Like, cause as a fan of you, I'm pissed off. Cause what have they really done with Mustafa since he's been back? Since Randy wanted to be fucking reckless. Not him. Randy. On a side note, speaking of Mustafa, am I tripping or did they make him change his finisher? He's not I haven't seen him try to hit that 054 or or four whatever the fuck. He's been hitting the regular four fifty. Really? I noticed that this past Tuesday. I'm like, wait, because of that. Because like, don't get me wrong. That after that Daniel Bryan shit, I'm like, eee, like they might change that. They might have an issue with that shit. He, like that he is dangerous. With Daniel really hard. Yeah, man. That's why I'm like. Uh, but then this past Tuesday, I believe he was trying to hit that uh that 054 on fucking or the 450 on Randy, and I'm like, wait, what the fuck? What is he doing? Where's Where's the real? Yeah, yeah that's why I was like, hmm, did they make him change? I mean, you took the man's first name. Yeah. Which makes no sense. I get it. I know what you're doing, WWE, but like, eh, I ain't cool with it. And it's not Andrade either. It's fucking Andrade Cien Almas. The whole fucking thing or it's nothing. Thank you. Like, quit taking motherfuckers' names, man. <laughs> Damn it. Cien Almas. You should have saved it to just Cien Almas. I'd have been fine with Yeah, that would have that worked. That would have worked. Uh, shit, moving on. <laughs> United States title match is it still happening I was a little blurry on the Samoa Joe and Rey Mysterio because I heard yeah. Rey got injured yeah so I don't know because I, I heard he was I saw something about you know he was hoping he'd be, be fit to go this weekend I don't know if he, it is happening I, was I really gonna, don't I was going to pick Joe regardless well, I, mean, yeah, I would have been shocked if they would have let Rey win I was but, excited for the matchup though yeah I was yeah, yeah I guess we'll have to wait and see I mean unless it's been clarified and I haven't seen it but yeah but that was as of yesterday that the tweets I was seeing, like, he was hoping to be ready for the weekend. Like, what do you mean? You got a title match. Yeah. Uh, intercontinental match, Bobby Lashley versus the Demon, Finn Balor. With him bringing the Demon, I feel like Finn's winning. Just because if you're – normally when you bring the Demon out, it's because of a big thing. You're not just doing it for the hell of it. So, I mean, maybe because it's WrestleMania, but then at the same time, I feel like maybe he's going to recapture. So, what, that'll be a two-time thing or is he a three-time? Would be a three-time. Uh, so I mean, I yeah, I mean, it would be cool for Finn, but kind of see Bobby want to. They got to elevate Bobby, man. Because, like, that, the Intercontinental is nice, but it's, like, it's not really doing anything for him now. Like, you just got this mouthpiece situation. Like, would you want to see him in the main title picture, regardless if it's on Raw or SmackDown? Because, you know, you got that superstar shakeup looming in – in the future, like, so would you even want to see him in a main title picture, or are you just more or less settled on him being mid-card? I mean, I don't know, I guess. Like, I'm happy with him being in the picture. As far as having the title, I mean, possibly, but it needs to be done with the right build-up and the right hype, and, you know, it just can't just be thrown together, you know. It really has to be thought out and well well played, you know, for, for at least Bobby, you know. I don't know, like, putting him on the belt, putting the belt on him right now, but... I don't know. In the future, maybe. For sure. Uh, Cruiserweight match. I already gave my pick earlier. Tony Nese. Uh Yeah, I'm going to go with Tony, too. It's Tony time. <laughs> uh, women's Fatal 4-Way for the tag team titles. Sasha and Bailey, Nia and Tamina, Natalia and Beth Phoenix, and the Iconics. 
if the Iconics don't win, uh, that'd be tragic. Yeah, I feel like somebody needs to win. Like, I'm not mad at Sasha and Bailey, but I guess I would want to go with Iconics just because they've been an actual team longer than anybody else. So, yeah, that'd be my pick, too. I'll agree with you on that one, Iconics. No holds barred match. Triple H versus Batista with Triple H's career on the line. I would like to say Triple H was going to hang it up. Because, I mean, who else are you going to have matches with? You already had your match with Seth. Well, I mean, what, you going to try to do you and Roman next year or some shit? So, I mean, I guess this would be a nice way for him to go out. I mean, Undertaker's already done. Sean's done. Like, who else could put him out? Yeah, makes sense. So, I mean, that's just my opinion. I mean, of course, Triple H could always go over. It's his fucking company, basically. So, I mean, eh, who knows? But yeah, I mean, Triple H isn't losing to Batista. I don't see it. I'll, I'll go with Batista. I'll go with Batista. Just to fuck it. I'll, I'll go out on the ledge here. A match I really have no investment in. Falls count anywhere match. Shane McMahon versus The Miz. I'm just going to say to Miz, I mean, they got a Miz baby face. They've been making Shane be extra dickish lately, so I guess she, or Miz is going to win. Yeah, I'll take Miz, too. I don't see Miz losing to Shane McMahon. Now, this one, I mean, we're running a little long-winded here, but I'm going to get into this really fast because this, this would have been a topic we would have had if we would have done the show the past two weeks. Kurt Angle's farewell match slash tour. He wants Baron as his last opponent, which all of us totally disagree with. I think it's unanimous that we all disagree with that shit. Kurt deserves way better. What the fuck is John Cena doing? Is he, is he under contract with y'all still? Why the fuck is that not the last match? Cena came in against him. Kurt goes out against him. Kind of writes itself, but no, we're going to make Baron Corbin for a match that doesn't even mean shit because Baron lost his job months ago. The fuck does it matter? Why are they still beefing? Yeah. Like, but... The farewell tour, you know what I mean? Like, did you have any problem with any of the matches that were taking place these past weeks with the people he went against? Or did you dig them all? Or were you like, eh, I would have rather him face, if it's his last <laughs> matches, I wish he would have fought this person on Raw. I mean, not game. really. I mean, the w- the way that Drew did him in the ring, like, I really had no desire to see him in the ring no more. Yeah. After you did that shit, it's like, well, obviously his career is over. Like, this dude can't even fucking... Get it, grab a single leg anymore. Like, okay, I forgot what match it was, but he was winded as fuck. Yeah, it's just like, I, I mean, no knock against him, man. I mean, you've been doing this shit for a long time, bro. You're getting older, you can't do this shit forever, especially know. at the level you do it in. You know what I mean? It's not like you're some mid ass nigga that be doing some regular ass shit with a bunch of rest holes. Like, you know what I mean? You be going out there all the time. So. I don't know. I probably would have tried to do Ray or try to do. Samoa or AJ, but other than that, no. I was kind of salty that the match with AJ got cut short with Randy interference. Like, I was kind of really hoping that they would have did something with that, man. Like, let them just go out. I mean, even though it wouldn't have been anything like what they did in TNA, but I was hoping they would just let them, yeah, let them rock a little bit. Uh, Singles match, Roman versus Drew. Roman. <laughs> yeah, right? It's like, you can't go against Roman. I was just Roman. Roman. Oh, no, no. I mean, I, 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 I'd I mean, like to see Drew win, but... Yeah, I feel the same way. Like, I would like fucking Drew to win, but I mean, man, I, I guess let the big dog get his shit off. I guess fucking whatever. Whatever. Uh, singles match, AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. Kind of dig the, the rivalry a little bit. Uh, 
I would like AJ to win, but I can see WWE letting Randy win. Yeah. And I wouldn't be mad at it because that, that shit would probably continue on into whatever pay-per-view's next. So, I mean, I guess, I mean, AJ will take a loss at Mania. And, and I feel like the only reason why AJ is going to take a loss at Mania is just like the old adage is, like, if you're not from WWE, you basically lose at Mania. Example, Sting, and all that other shit. Oh, yeah. So, that's why I say AJ is going to lose, but I would like him to win. These last two matches don't even mean shit to me. The Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Who do you think is going to win? You got Braun Strowman, the, the two SNL guys, Andrade, Apollo, Titus O'Neil, Tyler Breeze, Jinder Mahal, No Way Jose, Bobby Roode, Chad Gable, Kalisto, Grand Metalik, Lindsay Dorado, Bo Dallas, Curtis Axel, Heath Slater, Rhino Victor, Connor, Ali, Shelton Benjamin, <laughs> Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, Otis Tucker, and EC3. EC3. That would be dope. I feel like he needs to win it the most out of everybody. Really, really. Brian doesn't need it. He's fine. He'll be fine. Brian don't need it. Yeah, I agree. That was my pick, too. The Hardys don't need it. You guys are fine. What the fuck? Hardys are <laughs> just happy selling old merch. Right, man. Like, these niggas just happy to be on the scene. Uh, and then the women's battle royal. Uh, Asuka, Carmella, Naomi, Lana, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Nikki Cross, Dana Brooke, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan, Mickey James, Zelina Vega. Uh, <laughs> you go ahead first. I think they're going to insult our intelligence and throw Asuka a bone and let her win since they took the belt off her. I think that's just going to be the natural <laughs> go with things like yeah we took the belt off you sorry about that so here's a meaningless win at a meaningless battle royal it's at Wrestlemania though smile <laughs> like that's what I think they're gonna do man I I think I these are my picks either Carmella or Zelina Vega I wouldn't be mad at Zelina Vega winning but I could see WWE pulling the trigger on Carmella yeah but Carmella's like my safe pick and then Zelina <laughs> Vega would be nice because I'm getting sick and tired of the WWE portraying her as somebody weak, like when we see her kickboxing videos on Twitter. Like, yeah, she's not fucking around. She trains with Aleister Black. Like, come on now. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah, that's basically... Oh. oh. One more topic. What's Kurt Angle schedule for StarCast. Well, I mean, I guess apparently people can do that shit. Apparently, like how they got Undertaker, and he's still under contract to WWE. They had Jim Ross last year, apparently, and he was under contract. Because I, I was unaware of that, that he was under contract this whole fucking time. So apparently they can do that shit. I don't know if there's any regulations on what they can say or, you know, shit like that. But I guess, man, I mean, shit. Like I said, I can see Kurt definitely leaving WWE when his contract expires. I, I don't know how long it is, but I don't see him signing no crazy long extension. No, I, he's done, obviously, there. Unless he takes that uh, back backstage. Well, that's apparently what they're going to offer him. Like, they're the ones basically forcing him to retire. Like, if it was up to Kurt, he'd probably still be trying to have some matches and shit. But WWE's basically forcing this retirement and trying to offer him a backstage role. Well, so it's just like, yeah. yeah. I can see, like I said, I can see him. Man, I still want to go. <laughs> like, so I can see him trying to go to AEW or some shit. Even if it's going to be on some, like, just a match against Jericho or Kenny or some shit. I can see them trying to be thirsty and, oh, we, we got Kurt Angle. And then, obviously, you kind of got a working relationship if you're going to be going to StarCast. So, you you cool with these niggas. 
Would you would you be down for a Kurt Angle Chris Jericho match one last ride? Yeah, especially if it's gonna be for some type of big AEW event. Like, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be against it because they need some star power for their for their pay per views. You know, you can't just rely on all these no names from the indies, and that's not meaning it as a as a knock towards them. It's like literally, you're no names. A lot of people don't know you. We can get to know you and get to like you or hate you after we get introduced to you on TV, but in the time being, it's just like, yeah, we don't know you. But, yeah, I mean, other than that, I guess that's all we have for this week. Next week should be jam-packed full of shit as we, you know, unpack everything from TakeOver and WrestleMania and everything that takes place because, you know, it's the reset button once Monday comes. So start of a brand new year for WWE, so we'll have plenty to talk about next week. Uh, yeah, until then, man, thanks for stopping by and listening to us just rambling bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but until then, shit, we're going to holler at y'all, man. All right, guys.